This is Real Presence Live. Thank you, Eli, for turning my microphone on. I appreciate it for taking us to break. Eli's on the other side of glass. It's Eli under glass, and he does a good job over there. So thanks, Eli, for that. We're uh, in studio here at Real Presence Live. Steve Sponskowski along with... Roxanne Salonen. And we are joining this hour uh, with Deacon Stu Longton. Good morning, Deacon. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. The, Great. the sun came out. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, it, but it's it still you. cold out there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it looks warm, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're kind of we, used to that If we could get here. six inches of snow, I could snow, ski once more again this winter, but I don't want that. Don't say the S word. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're done with, all right, we're all done right. with that. We're done with that. Right. All right. Well, Deacon, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm at uh, St. Anthony of Padua and uh, in Fargo. I was ordained uh, coming up on 19 years now um, by uh, Bishop Aquila. And uh, prior to that, I'd been very active in the parish. And uh, I have, uh, I'm married to Cindy, my wife. We've been married 30, going on 37 years. I have two sons. I was a single father when I met Cindy. Uh, I had two sons, and both those boys uh, have given me eight grandchildren, and so this is really kind of a cool thing, and I enjoy them greatly. And uh, uh, one's in uh, down the cities, and one has just recently moved back to Fargo, so I really appreciate that. I'm really happy for him and uh, happy for Cindy and I to be able to take part in that. uh, Deacon at St. Anthony's, and I'm also employed at St. Anthony's because I've been doing work there involving the poor and those who request help. And uh, as any normal deacon will tell you, that there's no way you can explain exactly what you do because it's everything that happens in a parish. It's unbelievable what can happen and what has happened. So um, that's in a nutshell what I am. Excellent. And we're going to talk a little today about uh, Central Cities Ministries. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said this has been around since the 1930s? Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, what I learned was that the Central Cities Ministries was uh, initiated by uh, the Lutheran parishes in town. And uh, Pontopodan Lutheran Church really deserves the credit for leading the path in this. Uh, a pastor from Pontopodan, Pastor Don Thorpe, was when I became involved in it in about 2009, he was, uh, he was the leader in this thing, and Pastor Don had been involved in it. Even when he was a kid, he remembered the hobos, they called them, the men who would travel the rails coming to town. And uh, they would go around to the various parishes, and what the parish, uh, uh, the Lutheran parishes had done was, uh, well, why don't we combine our efforts, and uh, um, we would do the distribution for this if, uh, if parishes would help. So they talked to all the churches in Fargo, basically, and... Uh, they would donate money, and then Pontopodan would be the distribution point. And they had the personnel and the desire. And then it grew and grew and grew to the point where uh, there was uh, monthly meetings of parish and congregations, usually a sack lunch and then a presentation, and then a donation was given. That's how they raised their funds. For a time, the Salvation Army was contracted uh, to distribute the funds. The funds were raised by the parishes, but then given to the Salvation Army to help with the distribution. Uh, that ended around mid-'80s, I understand, from the history I've been able to dig up. And then it uh, finally became Central Cities Ministries, is what the name of, name of it was made. And it began then uh, as a um, citywide uh, and even outside of the city, um, in the Clay County and Cass County. And it was helping people who uh, were in need of uh, rent, uh, financial assistance for uh, food, or perhaps uh, utilities. 
and uh, medicine, gasoline, car repairs, I mean, you name it, we've seen it. Uh, and uh, it's very varied, and uh, uh, every, every week it's different because uh, whatever the trend is or the, the need is, it, it, we, have, we, be able, we are able to answer it. Now, what happens with Central Cities Ministries in this realm is that uh, various parishes and congregations donate money. There's uh, fundraisers going on with youth groups. There's fundraisers going on with uh, flower uh, clubs and parishes, and they raise money, and they give that money to Central Cities Ministries. And right now we have an income that supports us distributing two days per month where we will distribute up to $100 apiece to 12 people or 12 families, whichever uh, it is. And we have enough funding to, to, to take care of that. Now, you might think that 100 bucks is not a lot of money. But when somebody can't get to work because their car needs brakes and they can't pay for the brakes or uh, somebody can't uh, get their kids to school, it makes a huge difference that they can do that. Um, When somebody's back behind on their rent, uh, it means a huge difference to them to be clear of that debt. And uh, we've heard every, every story in the book has occurred, at least I've heard every one of them in the past 20-some years, and it has been uh, something that's affected me deeply. Uh, just got a call from a man I helped, and I remember him in 2012, had some tough luck in his life, now he needs some more help, and I said, okay, we're going to help this guy, because, you know, he's trying, he definitely tries and does a very good job. But every once in a while, a brick will tumble down off the wall on top of him, and he doesn't know how it happened, and really nobody can explain it. But he deserves it. So that's what happens in central cities is, uh, it may not seem like a lot, but there are people walking away, and uh, they, they'll write on the intake form that we give them so we know what we're dealing with when they walk in. <laughs> you don't know what this will mean to my daughter and myself. I mean, that just tears you up. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why I do it, because it's, it's needed. It's very much needed. We've been talking about relationships this morning, and I think sometimes we can kind of think of these people as the other, right? And, and they're not. They're, they're sisters and brothers in Christ, and, and, mm-hmm. and this is Lent, and almsgiving is a part of that. So exactly. that's yep. one of the reasons we wanted to have you on, is to kind of spark that, that remembrance of what God has asked us to do for, mm-hmm. for our, our sisters and brothers. Oh. Definitely. What what is it about you? What what touches your heart about it? You said your your heart was touched. Like, well, I you know, I, I grew up in a very loving family. A mother and father loved me greatly, and I had a wonderful brother and sister. I went to Catholic schools. I had all all the good stuff happening to me. And of course, I've had my you know falls off the ladder in my life, and uh, a serious falls, some of them. But always for somebody, someone's there to help me out. Well, these people don't have anybody to help them. Usually they alienate themselves or they are alienated due to, well, the devil does unbelievably good work in that realm. He just separates people. And uh, this COVID thing was one of the big things that separated people. It's just another thing that the devil was using. And consequently, the, uh, the, the realm of people not having any assistance, nobody to look to, forward to, Heck, I always knew that if I had a trouble, I could go to my brother or my, my dad or my mom. I always knew that. These people don't have that. And that's why I'm affected by it so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's important to note, you know, the breakdown of the family exactly. affects society on a levels that we don't recognize. And also, you know, noting sometimes we really only focus on helping people in the big things in life. 
But as we've been talking all morning, it's day to day. Our Christian life is that we wake up each morning and we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior every morning. And we say, Lord, what, what are you doing today? It's and all day long. And all day long. <laughs> exactly. In every moment, in every exactly. person, at every, you know, living in that present moment. Exactly. Um, and so that's, you know, gifts are needed at all levels. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and sometimes a hundred bucks can go a long way in a, exactly. in a small situation. Yeah. yeah. We have one parish, uh, Lutheran congregation is very devoted to this. And they are, uh, every week, every month we get a check from them of, you know, three to five to seven hundred dollars. Now, that is huge. Uh, I'm asking parishes and congregations to um, commit to one hundred dollars per month. Mm. If they would give one hundred dollars per month, that would help one of the individuals that comes in per month. And with the number of churches we have in town, it could be possible to accommodate all four. We do one distribution for uh, one day a week, every all four weeks of the month, or four point three weeks of the month. And if we had that type of assistance, it would it would happen, and people would uh, be greatly helped. Now, we have a unique thing. First Link does all of our front end work, so we don't we don't do we don't have a place where people call into us. All of it is, uh, they preview it, they take a look at it, and the, the people who uh, you know, are set up to, or not set up, but they are in a position where they uh, need this help, they'll put them on a list and send it to us the day before we do the distributions. And the distributions are not set every month. It's a, it depends upon how we do We do it on Wednesdays, but it's not every, every certain Wednesday a month or anything like that. So uh, that really helps us when more parishes and more congregations are involved. So you're, you're saying, and I, the only word I can come up with is intramural, but this is across different oh, yeah. faiths. Yeah, yeah. The right word for right, that is... Right. The committee meeting we have is so Humanism? great. Ecumenism? Thank you. <laughs> there it's like intramural. Yeah. Like, come on, that's Definitely. <laughs> the meeting Ecumenical. I, the meeting I attend every month with, with the grain, I'm the president of the organization for the last two years. Seems like 20, but only two years. <laughs> and the, the organization, uh, we have all different faiths. It doesn't matter what faith we are. Mm. Our goal is to keep this thing going. And help as many as people as we can. I love it. I love it. So, uh, you're the president, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got elected. I went to the wrong meeting. So, you know. okay. <laughs> what What are some of the other examples of people's whose lives have been touched through this? Okay. Uh, you know, there are people who come in and they they need help with their uh, uh, rent. They, they owe 200 left on rent. But if they pay the guy $100, it's going to keep them from bugging them if I'll get you the other 100 somehow. So we can help right. them up to $100. Uh, somebody will come in and they need gas because they have to go to a Mayo Clinic. Mm. Okay, I can't give you an out-of-town gas tag, but we can fill your tank here. So we have, an, one of a, we have a wonderful filling station on the south side that, that works with us, and they uh, will take our voucher and then give them gas, and then bill us, and we pay them every month. And it's been a wonderful situation for about eight years, nine years now with that. And we used to have the Kmart for buying clothing, mm-hmm. uh, cell phone stuff, uh, all that stuff. But unfortunately, that wonderful Kmart on the south side closed. Yeah. And uh, so that, that has ended. And I have not been able to find another um, store like that that would would take our checks and work with us just with vouchers. I filled up my vehicle yesterday and it wasn't all the way on empty but it was sixty dollars and 
Right? I mean, with the gas prices right now, that that can be detrimental. And I remember going through a couple of summers where things were very lean. And I remember like putting $5 in my gas tank and hoping I could get... I mean, I, I've kind of been in that situation, oh, yeah. actually. And I, oh, yeah. I could be in that situation again. So I don't feel very far removed from that. But every time I fill up my tank now, I'm thinking about the people who are falling mm-hmm. through the cracks mm-hmm. and, and don't... don't and We need gas to get yeah. around, right? Yeah. So it, it can just be... It can happen so quickly, and we're just we're always like one paycheck away. They say right, right from being there. Yep. So, one of the other big things is gas uh, or bus vouchers. You know, for giving uh, bus passes for local bus passes, we uh, will we'll provide those. We actually buy a thousand dollars of them at a time, and we keep them on hand, and then we'll distribute them as they're needed. That's very big, just so people can get to find work. On the side of the break, I want to talk about the voucher system because I think it's an important point when we're, we're working with our, our brothers and sisters um, who are who are less uh, less fortunate than we are. Uh, we're going to take a break. This is Real Presence Live. We're visiting with Deacon Stu Longton about the Central Cities Ministries. Steve Sponskowski along with Roxanne Solomon. We will be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play. To which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere on Alexa-enabled devices. You never know where Catholic Radio is going to bring people. I mean, with my friend, it was just in the privacy of his own car. I think people dare, people dare explore faith matters of faith when there's nobody else around them, right? You don't, you don't know. And the other thing that has impressed me, being close to Catholic Radio over the years, is all the cards and letters that came in from people who weren't even Catholic, you know, that were the, the, what we call the nuns, you know, that N-O-N-E-S. They just stumbled upon it, you know. And um, it's that, that's the power of Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio encourages, Catholic Radio educates, Catholic Radio motivates. But what is it doing? Ultimately, the people that are listening have to have the courage to say to others, would you like to join me on Sunday morning? Would you like to learn more about being a Catholic? Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen with Steve Splonskowski, and we also have Deacon uh, Stu Longton, and he's discussing with us the Central Cities Ministries Program, which has been in existence for many years, but 
at some point kind of changed a little bit and shifted as things do over time, but he's directly involved now as the president. Um, it, it, it's a it's a ministry for the way I'm describing it. I guess is for those who slip through the cracks exactly. and just need a little bit of a little bit of help. How does that work though? With I explained yeah. that this is this is one place that they can find help for all those things that slip between the cracks of bureaucracy. Okay. There's no federal agency or no state agency that will help them. Yes. But Deacon, there's a way to do this, and I think some of us who have really open hearts want to just like if we're on you know downtown Fargo and someone walks by and they're looking for something. What is the best way to respond to Jesus's call for us to help others okay. in that way? Is there a good way and a bad way? <laughs> well, there, there's there's the ways that it's a lot like anything else. Um, Arnold Palmer once said when he was asked, um, how long did it take you to become a professional golfer? He said, I'm still working at it. You know, after he had how many Opens and Masters did he win? But the point was that he was still working at it because we are still working at it when people approach us. Uh, you, know, you, you have kind of a gut feel, and I rely on the Holy Spirit to help me. And if I don't feel the Holy Spirit moving me, I'll be asking more and more questions. And usually... If it's positive, the, you know, the Holy Spirit will say, okay, now, yeah, I'll open it up to you and you'll, you'll figure out what to do. Or sometimes I get this feeling, no, I, I think I'm being scammed here. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you that there is no number I can give you that a percentage of what's happening. And I might have five in a row that are absolutely wonderful people that really need our help. And then, boom, I'll have one that's really something trying to, you know, not take advantage of me. And, no, there's no real given method other than you'll learn. But don't give money out. If somebody needs mm-hmm. some help, provide the help. For, well, I need, to, I need to get gas. Okay, uh, tell you what, why don't you follow me and I'll, 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 we'll give you $20 of gas in the gas station. But my gas station. You can go to a place where it's, you, know, you know it and the people and you fill a guy, give the guy $20 worth of gas by putting it in the tank itself. I do that a lot. Um. And or uh, you know you need help? Okay, give me your landlord's name, and I'll send him a check uh, for fifty dollars or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. one of the reasons I do that is because I don't want to enable someone to hurt themselves more, whereby they would be take the cash and um, buy booze. I hired a guy one time, just walked in my office and was helping him with living, and I hired him to help me at my home with four other guys that I hired from day labor. And those five guys got real close over time, over the two-week time that I had them employed at my house. And the one guy didn't show up one morning and called me. I had to go over to the drunk tank and pick him up. And I paid him the day before. And he blew it. And he was just feeling bad. And I said, no, you don't need to work. I was going to come home and have him sit in the shade and just take it easy because he was in tough shape. And the guy said, you stay there. No, he had to work. Well, the guys spent a lot of time bringing him up the step, putting him in the shade. But we took care of him for two days, and then next time I paid him, he disappeared again. And I kind of felt bad about that. But then again, I realized I gave him too much money too soon. Hmm. That was my fault, and I felt bad about that. So when you do this in life, uh, you know, people are going to ask you for things, and they're going to be people that you don't know, and they're going to be people that you've seen. And just listen and as you're listening, say, okay, Holy Spirit, open my heart, open my mind, and let the two meet in the middle. Then I'll know what to do. Don't just say no automatically, or don't just say yes automatically either. As I mentioned, if you're, you might be enabling a person if you give in too easily. 
in not, I'm not saying too easily, but without thinking it through, let's put it that way, because this person may, you know, by giving money to them, that may be short-circuiting the plan and progress that they'd made in the last five days in bettering themselves by whatever addiction they may have. So uh, many times uh, you you have to, to, for example, I give out, um, uh, sometimes we get grocery cards that come in from our parishioners to uh, distribute, and uh, one of the young men got out of prison, and now I was jail chaplain for nine years at the jail, and he came in, and so I helped him and gave him a card. Then I threw, found out that afternoon that uh, he had actually ended up going to the store where the card was good, and they have wine, and he bought wine. Got himself drunk, then got arrested again because he did something really stupid. And that kind of, okay, I should have known better, should have known better. Why did I, why was I just short-circuited? Holy Spirit, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to you type thing. So that's what I have to do. Well, I think so the bottom line is we have to care enough talking about relationship this morning we have to care enough to take the time to find out what our brethren need mm-hmm. versus just saying here's some money now go away leave me no, alone no, that's not the way to do it that's not the way to do it no, so no, we no. have to care enough you got to get involved to, to find out get their name yeah address them by name give them the dignity to know that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well folks uh, we're in studio here with a deacon Stu longton talking about central cities ministries we have one minute left here uh, how can people get in contact with you to help with this ministry? Well, I'm at St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church at 710 10th Street South in Fargo. And if, uh, if you're uh, listening to this, go to your pastor. Ask him, are we involved in Central Cities Ministries? And if not, ask them, why not? And that will assist Stu Longton in approaching all the pastors of the Catholic churches in Fargo and uh, the Lutheran churches in Protestant churches saying yes. All right. Thank you, Deacon Stu, for being here. Thank you for all your ministry. Appreciate it over the years. God bless. All right. God bless you. We're going to step away here for a little preview of the upcoming show. I don't know if Eli is uh, ready. Eli, are you ready over there? As ready as I'll ever be. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were born ready, but okay. What, we, what we got coming up? Hey, thanks, Steve. Great show today. Got another good one coming up to uh, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Father Randall Kazel coming to you live from St. Michael's Church in Pine Island, Minnesota. Don't forget, at 9.30 Central, it's Straight Talk with Father Randall Kaisel. You'll be able to call in with any questions you might have about the faith. Then, Father Anthony Robleski of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will talk about finding God in people, places, and events. Plus, Colin Maxon will tell us how Catholics should prepare for death. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And I know you mentioned it earlier in the show, but, of course, coming up uh, in about four minutes... Uh, will be that consecration of Ukraine and Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. You can find out more information about that at realpresenceradio.com slash Ukraine, including a link to the EWTN live stream that you can watch that consecration live. All right, and the prayer is right there on that that website too, folks. So join in on this consecration of Ukraine and Russia and all of humanity to the Immaculate Heart of Mary on this feast, sorry, solemnity, but we're we're feasting on the solemnity um, of uh, the Annunciation. Uh, and so, thank you for being with us with uh, with us this these two hours, Roxanne. What do you think? What, what's the takeaway from uh, Real Presence Live today? Uh, well, relationship, trust, um, yes, saying yes to God, and and how can we do that? And 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 I think that yes is is with Deacon Stu and, and his work and what he does. But there's always discernment, right, and prayer, and that relationship with Christ and God to to come first, just as Mary showed us at the Annunciation. So. 
I hope again that to challenge everyone to to be prayerfully thinking about how God is calling you to say yes and how you can enter into a more trusting relationship with God so that you can receive that and then give it to others. And and I know Steve really quick you just started a new job on Monday. So yeah, I started part-time at the Diocese of Fargo here working in the Office of Evangelization, and so it's, uh, I'm excited about that. It kind of it, uh, kind of dovetails with the work I do in evangelization for the EWTN and for Catholic Radio. It's just all, it's all for the Lord. And so I'm excited, and kind of back, going back to 2 Timothy 4, you know, preach the gospel in season and out of season. That's what we're called to do. And I, I, just kind of a reminder, if you're, we have, we're doing one of two things with our life and with our actions and with our resources. We're either preaching the gospel or we're not. And if you're not preaching the gospel, we're preaching against the gospel. So with our lives, everything we do, our thoughts, our words, our actions, everything we do, that's what evangelization is. Um, and so how has, and this is a question for you to ask yourself, how has your relationship with Jesus Christ changed who you are? And how has it changed the world around you? And if it hasn't, then we've got to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, change me so I can change the world. So that's the challenge today. We'll see you next week on Monday for Real Presence Live. Thanks for being with us. God bless, Roxanne. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. It was a joy. Great to work with you. God bless, everybody. Have a great day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.